Welcome to the Elevate Your Equity podcast, where we, as married busy professionals, leverage real estate investing to unlock the three plus one degrees of freedom, health, location, time, and financial. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Elevate Your Equity podcast. And today we're going to break down the episode with Chris Vissoriansky. And we had a fantastic time talking with him about legacy building. So let's just jump right in. Let's start talking about some of the key takeaways. The first thing that he talked about, it always started with mindset, which is why I love this interview so much, is he said, which is greater, the fear of moving forward or the fear of doing nothing? Mm. So consider that for a second for yourself and try to understand what that means for you. Maybe you have a separate interpretation of what that means. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's similar to that quote where they say um, discipline weighs ounces and regret weighs tons. Ah, love that. Fantastic. Excellent. So please consider that, right? Uh, make sure that whatever you need to do, you are doing or you're getting ready to, all right? Number two, he said that once kids arrive for him in his life, in his family life, that the corporate ladder just didn't work anymore for him. And I would like you to consider that as well. Um, I know there's a plenty of people out there that enjoy their work and like doing it. But the thing is, is that when you work in a corporate system, your pay is relatively flat until you make a jump to another employer and you start adding more skills, right? And you start doing that. But the problem with that is while you're getting a, a paycheck every, every month or every couple of weeks, you're trading your time for money. You're not setting something up that you can inherit, that you can basically pass along to your kids. It's very much kind of this I don't want to say selfish, but it's very much center, like person-centric focus, right? You're not going to be able to take what you've gotten from the work, especially if you've built all these skills up and pass it along to your children easy, at least in an easier way. So that's what he was talking about with the corporate ladder. The fact that you can't take your, you can't give your, your income to your kids when you pass away, but you can build something and then teach them the skills to run it and then have them do their own thing as well. Plus you have the incentive of working on your own business, which will return exponentially back to you because instead of putting those skills to work for someone else's benefit, you're doing it for your own. Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine the wisdom and the um, education that your kids are receiving just subconsciously and consciously as they're watching you strive and they're watching you make decisions that um, it's probably going to impact them exponentially in the future. Yeah, that model that you're that you're setting for them is fantastic, right? So when the kids arrived, right, that leads us to point number three, which is getting your kids into the idea of real estate investing or business in general. And what Chris mentioned was you should get your kids to first feel the emotions that come with real estate investing compared to normal corporate work. What he means by that is feeling pain, feeling sacrifice, but also feeling the rewards and the celebration. So if you can find a way to encapsulate that frustration with the corporate work or whatever uh, and hand that off to the kids, um, that starts to get the emotional gears going and helps get the motivation through, uh, which is the actual mechanical teaching of what Mm -hmm. real estate investing is like. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. And so I love his awareness there to know that like something that would stick has to be on the emotional level first, especially if you're working with really young kids, like six-year-olds or seven-year-olds, which is what uh, he was doing when he first started. Okay. That leads to point number four, which is how to actually do this right with your kids. 
And his method, uh, which he outlines in his book, which is called renting from his six-year-old or (laughs) renting from my six-year-old or something like that, some amazing uh, title there, which is a fantastic book. What he did was he allowed his kids to basically buy something around the house so that they can rent it out to everyone else in the household. And it can be something really simple like a toaster or a microwave or something that everyone uses every day. Because if your children are allowed to spend a capital investment of like 30, 40, 50 bucks into a toaster oven or something like that, every time it gets used, right, you can put a little counter right next to the toaster oven and then have the family member pay the uh, the owner of the asset, right? 50 cents or a buck just to use it, right? And I think that is a super cool concept to be able to teach kids in a very micro way how real estate investing works. And I just love that analogy and something that we're looking forward to doing mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And um, and it sounds like, again, more than just transactional, it sounds like you're teaching these kids the value of offering value and showing people like that you know, here's something that's worth paying for. And I'm providing that opportunity. Yeah, it's man, I love it. I love that idea so much. It's really cool. So leads me to the next point, which is point number five. And that is in legacy building, you got to start with an open mind and see what other people are doing. Talk with those that you admire and see how they plan on tackling this, because this is just one way of many that you can get your kids wrapped up into this. But again, it starts with an open mind first to understand that the corporate real estate or the corporate structure may not be for you or for your kids, and it may not serve your family well. That takes an open mind. And then it also takes an open mind to figure out what drives your kids and how to get them emotionally involved in this real estate investing or in buying assets in general. And then it takes another layer of an open mind to start networking with other folks who are doing this or asking questions or getting resources to start studying what's the best approach that will work for you and your family. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was a really important point um, and something that we also, again, plan to look forward to implementing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The last point that I have, point number seven, is that eventually everything in your life will become expendable as you become a bigger person. And the reason I mentioned this and this why this hits so close to home is that Chris mentioned that his wife and him got really intentional with how they were living their lives and realized that they had a whole bunch of equity in their house and they sold their house so that they could live a life of freedom and pursue real estate full time to build this legacy with their kids. That takes a lot of vision, mm-hmm. takes a lot of commitment. But if your mindset is big enough, you understand that everything is expendable and everything is exchangeable. And you guys don't have to be a rocket scientist to see that that is so applicable to us right now in our current life. And the common quote that we remind ourselves, um, remind each other of all the time is when your why is big enough, the how has legs. Mm -hmm. So again, honing in on that vision and just trusting that you know, with enough action, with enough hard work, with enough um, discipline and education, things will fall into place. And so you don't really know, you don't really have to know how everything's going to shape out. Um, but you do want to, again, take action and know what's going to happen probably in the next 500 feet. I would also say to this too, is that you can never go wrong by becoming a bigger person. Mm-hmm. And if you take the time right now to evaluate where you are, Most people who get started in multifamily real estate or in the commercial real estate space, 
they start and then within seven to 10 years, they're financially independent and have this incredible business that they can pass along or control however they would like to. It is hard work to start. It's a very competitive space because it's easy to start and there's a lot of ways to make money in it. But Chris here and us, we leaned into this aspect of knowing that it's going to take hard work for seven to 10 years to get us to a point where we have something. But if you take a look at the traditional route, right, you start working at age 25-ish, age 22 to 25, and then you work for 40 years until the government says it's okay for you to retire. That doesn't Mm -hmm. seem right to me. So you can work 40 years, you know, living paycheck to paycheck or living within the bounds of your paycheck, or you can start working on something on the side that will help create a legacy for you and your kids, not just financially, but also from a mindset and from from a give back perspective. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I really respected about this guest. And we hope that you take this away as well. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's all that I want to share specifically on this show. But if you enjoyed this content, please make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, or review our show, review our podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. We'd really appreciate that so that we can get exposure to more people. And for those who really want to get more involved, we have a free open mastermind uh, every week on our Facebook group. Uh, If you go to the Elevate Equity Tribe, just go into the search bar and type that in. You should be able to find us and From there, we'll be able to connect with you and we'll be able to mastermind all together every single week on a weeknight. And we'll be there to tackle problems together, talk about budgeting, real estate, finding deals, anything that you want. Uh, We'll be talking there and then we'll be bringing on fantastic guests who have expertise in their field. So we're looking forward to seeing you there. And thank you so much for listening. And this is Derek. And this is Sophie. We're signing off for the day. Take care, everyone.